do we start with Conan and then go Rambo? Or no. do we go Rambo no. and then we go Conan? We should go no nipples to yes nipples. Okay, got it. Uh, yeah, no, that's the other way around. Oh, mm. no, it is It is not the other way Rambo around. Rambo did or- not in- have nipples. <laughs> We're going in order of increasing yeah. nipple count. <laughs> no, no pepperonis on that little boy. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back. It's Saturday Morning Tuesdays, the adult podcast about children's cartoons. My name is Andy. My name is Austin. My name is Rory. I like that I got him saying my name is like we're with we Rory. We're name it. tags. We had to follow format. <laughs> we got the name tags at a work event. And uh, we have the institution of marriage here with us today as well. We have two lovely, two lovely friends, Allison and Todd. Say hello. 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 Matrimony. Mm. <laughs> and uh, and today, I uh, it's uh, it's it's this episode's brought to you by uh, Peeps flavored Pepsi. And we're just gonna what? open. We're just gonna open this that. Uh, open that. Wait, is that, that right? Is this, here? Andy, hold on, hold on. This this episode is brought to you by the letter R, mm-hmm. as in R for restricted. The R rating, R rated <laughs> movies. Uh. And Are you trying car- to get us back on on message while I'm trying to enjoy the the <laughs> sweet sweet marshmallowy taste of Peeps flavored Pepsi? <laughs> I still can't believe they didn't call it Peepsy, but I feel I like that's they're just fishing for social media <laughs> comments whenever they post it, and then everybody's like, "We should have called it Peepsy." I mean, yeah, no, this is this is like classic, uh, like like brand community management dark magic is mm-hmm. to like post something that's obviously wrong, so people get mad and then comment on it and then drive up engagement and then reveal at the Super Bowl that it was the, all planned the whole time. Yeah, and that it's <laughs> the, actually Mr. Peanut didn't die, and there was never a baby Mr. Peanut. There was never baby nut. Yeah, are you, tell, was are you the telling whole time. me they? Are you telling me they made the M&M's ugly just to make me angry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woke leftists. They took away our slutty M&M's on purpose. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Uh, no, we, we really are doing something today with this episode. But I do want to tell you that Peeps flavored Pepsi is not as bad as you think it is, but it's still bad. And I am going to drink this, but it's under duress a little so bit. You have you don't some have to. You don't have studio. to do that, Andy. You don't I'm have confused. to do that. I'm confused. Yeah. Is this? So this isn't a theme. You're really drinking a Pepsi. I'm, I'm and really telling drinking us about it. A You're live flavored. tweeting drinking a Pepsi. Right now. <laughs> Wait, this isn't yeah. a thing, is it? Is this actually? a Oh thing? yeah, you can. Go I ahead think and he's Google really doing one, it. This was not <laughs> cleared with us beforehand, Todd. So yours is in the he dark as we this. are. He saved prop comedy for recording. <laughs> Oh no, it's real. I didn't it's know so that. much worse because you can't even see it to know no, because but it's I an feel audio it. format. I feel it's turn your ca- with us. Just turn now. your camera on. We can look at you. We can gaze upon you. <laughs> no, I don't drink see the it. No. Oh, okay. Okay, you got it. Oh, let's change no. the camera real quick. Let's it's make sure no. that we can hold on. Hold on, everybody. No. Hold on. Oh, we gotta switch to the right device. And how are we no. doing? It's very dark. No. It's very dark. No. It's but peeps. No! It has a Peeps. yellow label, uh, and it's still the dark. It's the dark swirling cola. It's, it's very, it's very much just Pepsi, and I am 
Oh, he's putting it in his mouth, listeners. Not loving it. I am not loving it. Oh, give us you know some more updates. He's putting the cap every on every segment yeah. later yeah, on. We'll check give it. Us... We'll check it with the Pepsi as it starts to turn. Keep the cap on. Well, yeah, let's check back it. in with Andy at the Wacky Peeps Pepsi <laughs> forecast. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Actually, the longer you drink it, the more it just tastes like Pepsi, and you forget about the marshmallow, or maybe you just forget what Pepsi tasted like because maybe you're just losing your memory. <laughs> I feel like any any improvement, any change to Pepsi is an improvement because it it is the worst cola. It's yeah, really yeah. bad. It's so more like, bad. More like pispy, am I right? You are sweet. Pispy. Back, back me up, boys. And who who are you again? Because like I pissy. think the Peeps Pepsi is robbing me of memories. <laughs> <laughs> As oh. the brain worms tunnel through your cranium. There are five of us on the call right now. I just, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty madness. Good. No, it's the, I'm sorry. I brought the madness with my peeps shenanigans. You did kind of bring you this. You did. Like, this I embraced it energy and set it down. I embraced it. I had it like really right at the top. So let's, all right. Somebody with more memories or, or less brain worms <laughs> than me, tell us what the horrible topless shenanigan we decided to engage upon today. Okay, so... You know how there were movies that kids couldn't watch, the R-rated movies, uh, particularly two movies like Rambo and Conan the Barbarian. And they're Mm -hmm. popular movies with adults. And then they kind of, when you get popular, you sort of seep into cultural consciousness as a legend. And kids are still interested. Oh, no, no, no. That's giving us way too much credit. This is just just grabbing in on on brand value. They've got a name. yeah. A name that people know, and they don't have to advertise it. Look, I although I will say, I have also, I think I've talked about this before, maybe with a RoboCop episode for the RoboCop cartoon. Yeah, sure. Uh, the second RoboCop cartoon. Um, there is that, like, I call this the Simpsons hit and run effect, where as a kid, I couldn't get Grand Theft Auto at a certain time, but I could get Simpsons hit and run, the, 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 the teen rated version. And so yeah. I think kids like this kind of, ooh, I can still get this thing that I'm not allowed to watch, but I can get it at a level that I can at least consume part of it. Um, you know, like, so I think there's appeal in that, even if they know that they're not getting the, you know, decapitations or whatever. It's like, we have Rambo at home. We've got Conan at home. I don't, okay. So, it's Rambo. It's fucking Rambo. How do you do that? <laughs> Why, how did this get approved? <laughs> <laughs> well the short answer uh, is you you don't right you don't really um have we i want to i want to i want to temperature check the the room though have we all seen at least a rambo and a conan yes 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 oh, when you say a rambo are you saying everything I, after first blood that's not really <laughs> franchise uh, you, basically yeah so i, mean, I don't think i've seen any of the rambo the post rambo ram the post okay first blood so Rambos. you haven't seen rambo colon for first blood part two no <laughs> yeah okay cool all cool. right <laughs> so that's the one where it gets kind of wild kind of went wild it starts getting wild i know i'm familiar with them but i have not actually seen any of them i've prepared a whole book report in my segment. <laughs> oh, well, then, and then what were the what were the what was the parody movie with uh with Charlie Sheen? Oh, oh, uh, Hot oh wow, Hot Shot! Wow, God. wow. So I mean, I mean, talk about like like I think uh, Austin to your point about like cultural cultural like zeitgeist. Uh, there's just like this kind of levels of removal from the original source material. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't escape Rambo. I mean, it would just it became shorthand for like. 
was the American hero. Mm-hmm. And, and just kind of be, being going overkill. I mean, it was like, mm-hmm. it's just what it means, right? I mean, Rambo means something more than a, than, than a Sylvester Stallone character. It's to run through the jungle with a machine gun. Yeah. Yeah. It's American <laughs> excess. Yeah. But with violence. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was interesting that you brought up Robocop because I uh, there was a trailer that just came out for a Robocop video game uh, oh, last my. week. Oh, yeah. And it's like completely devolved away from the original film that was like commentary on like a, a police – Like, yeah, satire yeah. on a police state. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're a robot that kills people now. Like, whoa, I think you missed the point. Mm-hmm. That's what happens with a lot of things that are, if not satire, maybe like uh, – vaguely dystopian is mm-hmm. you find out a lot of people just engage with it totally earnestly and didn't get the point. Like and the Netflix, problem is they yeah. made it too cool. Yeah. They made it look too cool on the surface level. I mean, I think that's like Paul Verhoeven's vibe kind yeah. of at large, but also like how many people are like Starship Troopers rules. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it does, but not because of that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I mean, I think, I think, you know, in, in some ways Rambo is, is kind of similar. I think it was probably an action yeah. movie at, at face value, but also had like, there's a lot more to critique. Um, mm-hmm. and certainly is a strange choice for a children's show. Yeah. Well, yeah. on that note, I think, uh, that teases us up pretty well to begin our first segment, uh, with Rambo and then we'll hit Conan, uh, after that. You keep saying Conan like the late night host and it's just going to kill me. <laughs> like, I get it. It's Conan, but like, <laughs> we gotta have it. they're the same height. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Conan. Conan the Barbarian. Conan. If we yeah. don't, if we don't say Conan, I'm going to picture the hair. I mean, it's it rhymes with bone in like a bone in steak. So Conan. 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 Please. <laughs> we gotta go to, I think we gotta it's go to Rambo bone, Town. Bone and steak. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Let's <laughs> dive right in. Rambo. Savage forces of General Warhawk threaten the peace-loving people of the world. There's only one man to call. Get me Rambo. From the canyons of skyscrapers to the canyons of remote mountain peaks, Liberty's champion is unstoppable. Rambo. Helped by the mechanical genius known as Turbo. And the master of disguises named Cat. The honor-bound protector of the innocent. Rambo, the force of freedom. All right, everybody. Uh, we're going to talk about Rambo. First, before we talk about Rambo, the force of freedom, the cartoon we watched, the, mm. the cartoon that we made our friends watch, um, I want to talk about Rambo itself a little more. Um, because, yeah, doing due diligence, I hadn't actually seen First Blood uh, and I watched it both last night and this morning. And Twice? No, no, I just started it last night and oh, okay. finished it this morning. I was about to say, that's really that's weird. a lot of research. Mm. No, Rambo, Rambo First Blood kicks ass. Like, it does, actually. This is a great movie. And nobody told me that this was like a Washington State ACAB movie where he just, <laughs> he spends the whole time in the Washington woods running away from shitty cops. Yeah. Like, this is, you know, this the franchise is so like... 
you know, gunning down people in a jungle mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it is so far from the first movie, which was a, which had a point. It's like, yeah, this is a guy who is a Vietnam vet who has been failed by the state. All his friends are dead. They died of Agent Orange. Uh, and he's traumatized. He's got major PTSD. He comes home to a town that just like shrugs him off and is like, oh, fuck off. Yeah, we don't like your kind here. Doesn't he have some line? I have not seen this movie in a long time, but like he gives kind of a big tearful speech at the end that everyone Yeah, the end of the movie after basically not actually killing any of the cops, but wounding several and then basically doing a cop's least favorite thing, which is destroying property um, (laughs) with a with a machine gun. Um, he weeps into another man's arms, um, because he doesn't have any friends and he's a broken person. And it's like, you know, it's about something. And, Mm -hmm. and then the movie ends and then sequels happen, Mm. uh, where he's just, he's, he becomes a cartoon character fittingly, uh, before becoming a real cartoon character. (laughs) Um, because... Another fun fact, did you know that Rambo or that First Blood Part 2, which came out a few years later and a few years before the cartoon, yeah. uh, was co-written by James Cameron? Oh, no. Which it doesn't surprise is, me, though. Which means James Cameron is now three for three on taking uh, like deliberate, tense, original <laughs> movies and creating a sequel where the it just becomes action nonsense. Hmm. Damn. Like mm-hmm. Terminator, Alien, and uh, Rambo. Is 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 so, wh- wherever they went after that is all James Cameron's fault, basically. I can't speak too uh, too eloquently on this, but my understanding is First Blood is a book that got uh, yeah. yes got purchased. Mm-hmm. They're making the book, and apparently it was a real dog. And Stallone, kind of hot off of his Rocky, his you know making Rocky, um, was like rewriting it page yeah. by page as they were shooting it and trying to make it into like the book and be good. And yeah, so in a way, it's already two different movies. It's yeah, it's all of the kind of forest nonsense is I don't think I don't think in the book he does a whole home alone in the woods. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. think so either. I, I haven't I can't speak to the book content. Yeah, God, we should have done that. We're such bad podcast hosts. We didn't read the book or watch all the movies before watching the cartoon. <laughs> I so one last thing I will say is this is crazy. I found out that apparently because the cartoon came out before Rambo 3, in Rambo 3 they actually use sequences from the cartoon. They repurpose sequences from the cartoon and put it in Rambo 3. If you yeah. want to know just how far their creative barometer went. And by that you don't mean they like air the cartoon on a screen in the movie. You mean they like take bits of action and script from the cartoon yes like they took like a like a helicopter sequence from the cartoon Uh, and basically used it as a set piece in uh, rambo 3 god that's cursed really wild yeah though it's just like like it's the it's just this never-ending human centipede of like content uh, for like, how do we make more money out yeah, of the content guy? must flow Todd yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is what happens though when you take a a piece of art and then feed it into the capitalism machine mm-hmm. yeah I, I mean it goes back to Robocop it goes back to yeah. Starship Troopers any yeah. kind of yeah. franchise like that it's like it's a cool thing that you turned into a, uh, a cash cow 
and then loses. Well, Starship like Troopers the... is an is an interesting uh, p- uh, comparison because it's a comedy kind of. Mm-hmm. It's 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 weird because the book, which I actually have read on like First Blood, the book is basically a political manifesto. It's not. <laughs> It's not a novel. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So, like my my understanding, and I might I might have this wrong because like it was uh, Heinlein, right? Wrote wrote Starship yeah. Troopers, and I don't want to get us too far off topic, but like Starship Troopers was like the first kind of speculative sci-fi, uh, and was largely pulled from uh, journals from the Battle of Iwo Jima, I believe. Wow. And so it was like a lot of references to actual things that happened, but just written in like a space kind of politic thing. Yeah, uh, exactly. So like, yeah, you're you're sort of hearing about a story that's already happened from these guys on the ship as they go right. to some battle. And then you hear from right, them right. again. Uh, so, so, so it's just like, it's just interesting to see how all of this kind of like stems through like the different, different media channels and like get spun up by like marketing departments. And then yeah. you end up with uh, like Rambo Roughnecks, fighting a starship or, troopers animated right. series or, or like Rambo, Rambo shooting a gun at, at people who have stolen the national monument. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, yeah, let's get yeah. into it. Why don't Why don't you read yeah. that synopsis, buddy? Yeah, let's let's do this. I just final thought was it just it's funny because I came into this show originally before I'd seen the movie, wanting to talk about just sort of the the idea of the silliness of taking an R rated property and making it for kids. And then after watching First Blood, I was like, oh fuck that! I got a whole new thing I want to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, fascinating. Anyway. So Rambo, the force of freedom, this dropped in 1986. Uh, this is not that a, much later than the movie. I thought it was no. a little more removed. Yeah. Rambo or first blood was 82. First blood part two is 84. And then this drops in 86. Um, and apparently there was a, a five part miniseries that began the show, uh, broken down into five episodes, uh, that, the creators apparently went to great lengths to do like accurate. And I, I say this because I'm setting up the, the synopsis of this episode by episode <laughs> 24, how far it had gone, but they were trying to make sure all the weapons in the show were accurate uh, to try to like depict. Oh, it shows, <laughs> you know, yeah. Accurate weapons and accurate military content uh, to try to do some amount of justice to the story. I guess I don't we didn't watch the first couple episodes. I don't really care. Um, and it, or I'm sorry, Austin, are you telling me because you just watched First Blood? Yeah. And so you, <laughs> the model numbers, the model of guns the cops have, that's not that's not important to the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I the eight year olds like are going asshole. to be really disappointed if the Uzi yeah. doesn't look like an Uzi. Tank boys yeah. fuming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that one kid in the corner that doesn't talk much is going to have a lot to say. <laughs> um, but I guess by the time that a, a toy line came out, they were suddenly influenced by the toy line. And suddenly you have things like episode 24, Mephisto's mm-hmm. Magic. When Rambo and his team stop General Warhawk's plot to steal the Liberty Bell, General Stedring <laughs> insists to Colonel Troutman that his army be used next time. The problem comes into conflict when General Warhawk and his magician ally Mephisto successfully steal the Washington Monument. (laughs) (laughs) You can't, you can't ignore that when you're looking at a list of episodes. You can't just walk by Rambo Mephisto's magic. (laughs) Yeah, there's like a whole run of this show where they, they, it's like there's a character named like Black Ninja and White Ninja and they're all, there's like 
you know, Chuck Norris ninja shit and everybody's fighting each other and I, you know, pass, uh, honestly, uh, <laughs> I, but here I got, I gotta say at the, at the end of this episode, when Rambo shames Mephisto because magic is dumb, <laughs> it's pretty good. You're so smart, man. You could do anything you want. That was incredible that he's like failed his country by using magic for oh. bad. Yeah. Magic must only be used for good think and of, also entertainment. Think of the people you could have helped with yeah. this power and yeah. used it to, to dig a hole. Yeah, you piece of shit. You guys know about all the fun, like, World War II magicians that they used? What? What? <laughs> World War II had, like, a magi- World War II had, like, I think the, the English mostly had a team of magicians. That sounds about right. they used them to set up, like, optical illusions and stuff. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that. The oh, I yeah, heard like, about that. Yeah, a bunch of tanks used- made out of balloons. <laughs> and, they, and the Germans wait, are like, is oh, this- God, look at all these tanks. <laughs> is that where, like, where, like dazzle, um, dazzle camouflage came from? Couldn't tell like, you. I'm uh, the 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 depth of my knowledge is that they used magicians for. <laughs> yeah, so no, I remember reading that they consulted War, with magicians. Magician. Yeah, <laughs> some real like Jonathan some real... Strange and Mister Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's cool shit, man. Oh my Incredible. god! Can we okay. briefly talk about the theme song or the opening sequence? Yeah. Yes. I. It's Don. It's Don LaFontaine, isn't it? Probably. Doing like, like his trailer voice, but going like Rambo, <laughs> <laughs> and it's using uh, Jerry Goldsmith's like original score from the Rambo movies, which like goes hard. It's probably the only Saturday morning cartoon with a Jerry Goldsmith score. Uh, but but it's okay. it, it's hype. It's just we so learn about is... his friend Turbo and his yeah. other friend Cat is a Turbo and guys. They don't do anything. It's fine. You don't need to know anything about them. They just they kind of like really do. The, they like complain the whole episode about how unfair things were. <laughs> they fill out photographs. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, what I want to talk about is the, the there's a bit of it in the opening sequence. We see it, but it's also in every episode. He has a Sailor Moon transformation. Yes. And. It's every time he, Rambo gets real serious, and it does an animated version of the sequence from the second movie, Rambo, First Blood Part yeah, 2. He puts, on, he puts on the bandana. Where, yeah, he puts on the bandana, and he gets all of his equipment. He ties his shoes. He, he yeah, screws yeah, he, his, no, his knife he puts on. A, he puts whatever. a knife in his, in his belt. Yeah. If you look at the movie, though, and I had to go find it again to confirm, because I was almost positive he didn't do it. In the movie, I mean, just like in the show, it starts at his shoulder and his like rippling muscles, and the camera yeah. pans down his arm, mm-hmm. his his, when he's his right arm, his knife, right? Yeah, <laughs> he in the movie he's sharpening his knife, but in the cartoon he pans down and he's tying his shoe. <laughs> <laughs> it's I did such a fucking hilarious like yeah, we've made a kids show moment to me. <laughs> I did think it was that. That's a very good point that it's like a Sailor Moon moment because it was a jarring moment in that episode when he was already wearing a bandana and presumably oh. already had tied his boots <laughs> and it showed him yeah. tying his boots again and then putting the same bandana on uh, yeah, so you... it was unclear to me when he took them off it's kind of fun though right like yeah yeah, yeah. Know, we've established that that uh you know there's a moment where rambo goes to full business mode it's kind of fun right. to see yeah. he uses yeah. moon yeah. prison power um yeah. mm-hmm. activate <laughs> activate in the name of the moon Oh 
I'll punish you. <laughs> oh, Shiokyo. <laughs> you know, fighting evil by daylight. I've broken so the do, seal. The I, rest of the episode will be Rambo impressions. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was uh, curious to me how they found somebody who is like far more vocally articulate than Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, uh, to, to to voice this guy because it was just not con- it did not convince me. No, and he makes quips the whole time. He truly sounds like Rudy Giuliani. He does really <laughs> sound like Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, like a, I would like say that's younger... the funny thing is he does try to do just a little twang of a little twang of Stallone though. You're not gonna find anyone in that barrel. What are you talking about? I seen him go in with my own eyes. So did I. But one of those guys is Mephisto, the magician. Right, uh, just a little, which is odd. Just it's that's just what I mean, like just a little accent. bit. I was like, yeah, yeah. God, it's just it's. I don't know. I'm. I'd. I'd almost have rathered this than someone really failing at a Stallone. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You guys have been have forced yourselves to watch enough celebrity like sound alike <laughs> cartoon yeah. situations. I'm glad you mm-hmm. didn't have to sit through this one. You know? Yeah. Yeah, though I would watch related. What's the worst that you've heard? Total <laughs> sidebar. Oh, uh, probably God. it's got to be Dumb and Dumber, right? Yeah, oh, there was a Dumb trying and to Dumber do a Jim Carrey. Three different actors trying to do a Jim Carrey and failing oh, that's all in hell. different ways. Oh God! Oh. Yeah, ask yeah. Nathan about that one. <sighs> one of the be- one of the best ones though is Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling because <laughs> is that it was Brad Garrett? Hulk Hogan? Is Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett doing Brad a Hulk Garrett, Hogan. Really? Oh, yeah. that sounds fun. That's good. I mean, it, he wasn't good. It wasn't like a perfect Hulk Hogan, but it was fun. It was a perfect Brad Garrett. Entertaining, yeah. <laughs> he does a really good I, Brad Garrett. I also feel like a lot of people have a good Hulk Hogan impression, though. Right, yeah. It's, it's, like it's not easy like, to do. It's not like he walks around going, oh, yeah, like all the like, time. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. Jabrudis. I think that's uh, like three different wrestlers, but we'll uh, yeah, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> they're all the same, Austin. It's true, it's true. There's only one. Pretty sure that's Hulk Hogan was secret. the Jabroni guy. Am I, I crazy? It was The Rock, wasn't it? No. Yeah, yeah. Was Jabroni's Rock the Rock. Yes. No. Yeah. Jabroni's the Rock, but then uh, uh, oh yeah, is uh, is is Macho, Macho Man. Oh, oh yeah, is Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. 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 It's okay. Uh, I want to talk no, about the Liberty it's Bell. It's not okay. Let we me talk to... about the Liberty Bell. <laughs> I thought the moment when he was he was jumping from the helicopter and then landed on the Liberty Bell, and there's a very intentional shot of him putting his hand in the crack <laughs> of the Liberty <laughs> Bell. Yeah, that was like, this is perverse. <laughs> He's really getting can... in there. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's like I'm, just it's like America. I'm fingering America. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, he wanted to touch the Freedom Bell. He wanted a founding yeah. daddy. Yeah, he wants to get get it deep inside of America's crevices. Oof. It's funny, too, because we don't see, they don't talk about, they're trying to steal the Liberty Bell. It's like, all right, get your eyes on the target. Here, here we go. And then it's like, boy, this is weird. And then it pans over and it's just a helicopter with the Liberty Bell in media res. Like, it's, yeah. It's very I love that they funny. didn't set it up at all. No. Yeah. It's kind of nice. It's like, just another day. Saving the Liberty Bell. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like when you know when a movie starts like mid mid like mid action scene. You know yeah. what I mean? And then you're just like, yep. all right, all right, this is the tone. This is the tone we're starting with. And then they have a much bigger plot that they're going to build to, which is stealing the Washington Monument. Yeah, yeah. There's like a we're delivered a message, right? Yes. That's like mm-hmm. they're threatening to steal or destroy the symbols of our country's freedom unless we cough up ten million dollars. Ten million dollars. At that time, a literally un unknown amount of money. Yeah, <laughs> not Impossible. our freedom symbols. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, really which, quick. Which though? again, I don't. I like. I don't want to belabor this point, and I think I am at this point. But like, going mm. back to what we were talking about, where uh, Rambo in in like the character Rambo in the movie First Blood is like, I've been failed by this country, mm-hmm. and now it's like I'm defending the the like the icons of this country now is like yep. wow what a what a flip what yeah, a the, what a 180 the, they call him the honor bound protector of the innocent and uh, <laughs> you know freedom's <laughs> oh. champion or whatever it's like right. god that feels yes. so wrong That's so yeah, wrong weird. deeply perverted also with it the, the the theme song has all this all the mentions of like oh, all the when there's when peace is threatened and the innocent are in danger yeah send yeah. explosion man <laughs> send, send the jilted Vietnam vet who never got any benefits or any therapy. He'll use his AR to continue to forget that he's a man. <laughs> Let's do this. The, v- the VA didn't help him. <laughs> he can help America because mm-hmm. he so, loves it. I want to I want to really quickly at least we're just just give one bit of lip service to this. The status quo of this show is that Rambo and his two best friends are Turbo, the force yeah. of freedom. Turbo and Cat. Turbo right. and Cat. Turbo. They are force the force, force of, freedom. of freedom. They're like a tiny sort of rogue special ops team run by this one random colonel. His boss doesn't want him to have this group. I don't think anyone else has right. any oversight on what they do, but he so just kind of sends Rambo. Troutman yeah. is his his colonel from the first three movies. Yes, mm. of course uh-huh. it is. But but this, you get the, the, the sense... status quo is very different in the movies yes. than this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get the <laughs> they... sense watching this that this like through line of like nobody wants you guys around is something that happens every episode. Like it, it kind of gives you the sense <laughs> that like, oh, they are like on the verge of just like being cut out and canceled all the fucking time. <laughs> well, I was unclear. Is is General Warhawk? Is he just a part of the normal American military? Yeah, are but they... they keep calling him a general. Is he? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't clear to me. But like, is it? And is he it just like, needs Rambo um, out of the way to go do to go do war crimes. Yeah, right. I don't know. Maybe he's yeah. the guy who Agent Orange did, did his friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Think about that. My, my, my man at arms, Agent Orange. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, no. that's the funny thing, though. Actually, they were explicitly, I was watching a video on the creation of this show. They were explicitly forbidden from mentioning Vietnam, the war, uh, huh. or PTSD in any way. Well, there, there it goes. Yeah, yeah what does like, that leave? But like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but it, but it does beg the question. So, like, is is this is this general a U.S. general or is he like a foreign general? He's, is he like he runs the his group called what is it? Savage Not Venom Savage. Oh uh, well, maybe they're like a BlackRock or something. Mm. But I mean, th- th- but then it's just like one contract group against another. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just like, no, it's like bizarre, yeah. and I don't it's, understand it the bizarre. shape of it. It's really, I mean, it's the G.I. Joeification of the story, yeah, right? I mean, they just, or whatever. It's they the just needed break. it. They needed it to happen. They were sure. like, we got a bad general, Warhawk, because he likes war and, and whatever. But so, done. good I mean, news, everybody else does too. Yeah, we all like war here. <laughs> I guess I just feel like in, in G.I. Joe, it seemed like it was uh, a, like, a contract military, you know? Yeah. Whereas yeah. in this one, it's like, it's not clear, is it like... Is it the U.S. versus the U.S.? Is this like a proxy war? I mean, What's is happening? Cobra Commander also a commander? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I never got the sense that they were the U.S., but I yeah. also was confused by the general terminology. Some of them are so Russian. Who fucking knows? That's true. But not all of them? Yeah. Okay, okay. So, 
So I'm sorry if I'm throwing in like no, just way too much. No, there's so much to like. There's so much to cover here, right? I really yeah. feel like and we're every gonna... like every line we, we could have gotten into a, a comment on like literally every line in this episode. It's like there's something to start on. There's something yeah. to start on. There's nothing was normal about this episode. Yeah. So so they are they're told about this threat. Because they want $10 million and the like Colonel Steadring or whatever is like, fuck it. You can't go. Don't engage. Don't do anything. Cause we, I guess, don't want you to. Um, and general, you should cancel today's telecast to that magic show at the Washington monuments. I got a hunch. Warhawk will pull something. Let him try. <laughs> I don't want the government's running. Yeah, they're on. They're With on board. Literally with no security there. Yeah. Uh, well, they put a fence up. Um, yeah, there was a fence, and there were two armed guards, and that was it. Yeah. So what's incredible is that so there's this magic show at the Washington Monument, as there often must be. Um, and they well, come you know in, what this is a reference to, right? I mean, like this is this like in nineteen nineteen eighty two or whatever. David Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear. Right, right. Like yeah. it, it, oh, it wow. inserted itself, inserted been... itself deeply in the culture because people were like, "How did he fucking do it?" Uh, <laughs> and so that I feel like we've seen this plot a couple times in different cartoons. Was yeah. that really nineteen eighty two? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I mean, Dude, but the Dickens like, novel was like a hundred years ago. Okay. <laughs> I just like that that puts uh, like the Ninja Turtles into context. You yeah. Know, like like yes. Kang is always stealing the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, it's yep. Mhm. He's a real David Copperfield. Yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, we just I just googled it and found out how he did it. Oh, yeah. Well, let's like reveal that let's reveal that at the end of the podcast. Yeah. So okay. If you okay. listen all the way to the end, Allison then will you'll tell find you out. tell us I'll how David Copperfield it. did it. Um no, what I love is that there is a uh, this magician doing his stupid little show, um, doing some kind of we're exploring ancient Egypt for the Arabian Nights, you know. Uh, yeah, sure. As you as you do. For my first trick, we go to ancient Egypt for the Arabian Nights. I shall now transform this lovely Egyptian maiden into a wild creature. And she's just like white as the driven snow. Yes, <laughs> extremely white, a beautiful white Egyptian maiden. Um, and uh, then there's a jaguar attack because they have jaguars now, and that's yeah, because they're the... going to turn her into a jaguar. That's the trick, right? But instead, Rambo ends up in the cage, and for the for the, all the audience knows, she <gasps> turned into a jaguar and a man. Oh well, my god, she turned into Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the oh. audience, we we see that as soon as Rambo's revealed to be on stage, both Troutman, Colonel or Colonel Troutman, General Troutman, Troutman and Steadring, the two officials, are sitting in the audience watching the magic show, <laughs> and they're just like Rambo interfering again. Which I, I love thinking that maybe he's mad because he's interfering with the magic show that he wanted to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I I like the idea that he had somehow like con- like compulsively interferes with magic shows. <laughs> so it's like yet another time he's ruined a trick. To you that, you dirty wizard. <laughs> <laughs> think, about, think about what you do with your life. You can serve America better with your magic power. <laughs> It's like he thinks he's a real wizard. 
You know what they say about witchcraft in the Bible? <laughs> you can solve world hunger with that wand instead you turn the ladies into leopards. You know, you know I served I served in the military. I went overseas and fought wizards for years. It was hysterical. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. Who is okay? Help me understand. I guess there's just a member of Savage whose name is Nomad. I think, and so. he he just I, I I don't know. He looks vaguely Middle Eastern of some sort of vague type in in eighties cartoon fashion. Uh, and he shows up and he's causing shenanigans here to get the guards away so that the yeah. trick can get pulled off without uh, error. Uh, the Washington Monument trick. Um, yeah, and it seemed interesting that he sh- like they even called out that his plan was confusing. Like he was shooting, he <laughs> yeah. was shooting an Uzi, and he opened the cage to let the leopard out, and then continued to shoot it. And Rambo's like, "No man's crazy. Why is he still firing?" And he like kept shooting, and then this the guards is overly complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like man, they wanted to animate this, but it it's weird. Yeah, um, but they do it though. Those that crazy they Mephisto, sure he he fucking he does pulls it. it off. He takes the big dick monument, and it's gone, uh, save for a plaque. Uh, I don't I don't remember what the plaque says. It's basically just like he signs it with his name, like Mephisto. Yeah, he yeah. <laughs> you know, I gotta say something. There's a lot of towers in the world. There's a lot of you know obelisks and monuments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't understand why the Washington Monument. Gets this reputation of, a, of being a wiener. Why? There's a, <laughs> oh, it's, it just does, seems unreasonable to be like, now that tower, that's the dick tower. All other there's, towers, normal towers. Yeah, it does feel like there's more dickly towers in I mean, the world it, than that one. It seems like the Space Needle's pretty pretty dickly in that regard. <laughs> yeah, well, I gotta, I gotta, I wonder whether or not it's that, like, at least a skyscraper has office buildings, like offices mm. in it. Like, the Washington mm. Monument's just... A big. It's a staircase. Yeah. It's a staircase with the, with rock around it. Like, and the staircase is the urethra. Uh, that's no. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. Tour guide told me that. Does that mean the people inside yeah. are sp- little sperms? It means, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then and then just like it erupts every two hours. <laughs> um, <laughs> old faithful, uh, they call it. Andy, yeah, will old you faithful? Do, just big. Will you, Andy, will you do Hank Hill as George Washington talking about his neck? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. We're going to need that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lincoln. I have a narrow urethra. I, well, I cannot tell a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't. I'm laughing too much. Sorry. <clears throat> what, was his, what was Hank Hill's thing? Winter. Sorry. sorry. He's got a narrow urethra. No, I know. That's his whole. That's his whole thing. That and no, propane. I know, but we were waiting for you. No, there was yeah. the there was the there was the one where he was he was trying to shoot a gun, and he would his his thing to calm him down was the eagle has landed. <laughs> <laughs> I want to cover one point during the car chase. Uh, oh, please, right. please, they, please let it so be the one that I noticed too. Rambo winds up with a motorcycle. Uh, he had a car at one point, and then he's he is in a motorcycle and he's chasing the magician in his car. And I don't know, there's a line, the only thing that I noticed in this is that there's a line where the magician, where Mephisto says, But like all great magicians, I've prepared for every possibility. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't think that's how magicians work. It's <laughs> really not how it works. I think they it's all improv, right? Very, it's kind yeah. of just one. Yeah. Very narrow band of situations. <laughs> yeah, they s- explicitly stage a specific one. They do one thing. <laughs> Um, one, one other thing I would like to call up as we, as we continue, um, is that Rambo doesn't really put on a, a, a proper shirt mm. at all in, in, during no. this episode. In, in fact, it's actually quite the opposite. It seems, it seems like, like when he was chilling in the office talking yeah. to his colonel, he would wear like a sleeveless hoodie. And then when it came mm. to get down to business, he would just be topless. Take off uh-huh. his shirt. Also worth noting for our dear audience, um, he doesn't have nipples. Yeah. No nipples. No, no pepperonis no, on no that nipples. sweetheart. Something else the government took from him. Indeed. Uh, I was, I was, uh, the thing that I noticed in the car chase scene was that uh, when Rambo had a car, uh, the wizard uh, Mephisto said, uh, don't worry, I've planned for this. And then he threw his entire wand that was a (laughs) star (laughs) on a stick. And then it erupted into purple smoke, which was just, uh, seems like he did actually plan for that. Yeah, he did. He had a wand. Yeah, that's what the wand does. It's... one thing I'll say about Rambo, I I was completely clued. Like I was very much glued to my my television. Oh set. yeah, like they they take you from action moment to action moment, and it's not in a stupid nonsense way. Like a lot of these cartoons we watch, it is nonsense, but like it's fun because you're waiting to see what bullshit that Rambo does next. He th- so <laughs> they <laughs> they track them to the the water. They realize they've used a series of weird trap doors to trick a fisherman on the on the dock and a, a one-eyed fisherman, for God's sake. <laughs> and so they Probably don't a veteran see himself. He don't doesn't see where they go. And then and then Rambo <laughs> notices as they get there, after after explaining the magician's trick to the audience and showing the trap doors, Rambo realizes, hey. Isn't that giant ship offshore the exact size and shape of the Washington Monument? <laughs> yeah. And and when he gets onto this ship, this dude just causes so I don't know. It's just it, I feel like from the moment he got onto the on the the car, jumping over things and getting onto this boat, like he's a he's a force to watch. He's a force of freedom, and I, I was very entertained. I also want to say uh, there's a line about how they're. Again, forbidden to inter- to intervene because they have left and they're in international waters now and they don't want to cause right. an international incident. Which, I mean, I, I think our pop culture has some serious reckoning to do with the comprehension of how international waters work. But also, mm-hmm. this is a tanker ship that left Washington, D.C., theoretically with the Washington <laughs> Monument in it. <laughs> done by americans and it's an american team getting it this is just this is just boat recovery this is not and it went to virginia like it didn't go yeah it didn't go far like we don't need to fear maritime law but but just to be clear just to be clear it wasn't on the boat right no it wasn't you're right it It was it like like the whole thing was a ruse he fucked up that ship for no reason and then when he opened the hatch it was full of dirt Yep. Yes, like, but it was being piloted even, by by the evil magician, which is also unclear to me how how like why that even folds into this plot at all. So wait, wait, where's the monument? It was buried. They did enough chopo and just dug a big old tunnel and then sunk it. 
that was the reveal at the end. That was that was the whole point of the boat is that to it was, get away I mean, with it because magic it, uh, is cool and I do cool and I do dope shit. Yeah. Excuse me, excuse me. Can I can I uh, can I uh, address the the court stenographer here? Can you read this back? Yeah, uh, it says uh, they're threatening to steal or destroy the symbols of our country's freedom. Yeah, they just wanted to shame America. That wow. was their goal. Right. Wow, right, right. wow, a most well, grievous. Sin. You know the cruelty what? Say, is the point. You know, if you took, if you you let that 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 jungle tiger that is uh, Rambo out of the cage, he's going to do that all by himself. Which <laughs> I think he did. Yeah, he yeah. fucked up a ship in international, clearly international waters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, unit gets disbanded because they they hit a dead end. They've been tricked. I did. I did love the like the paper thin. Uh, like the, the, the colonel being like, oops, I accidentally, I tried to fax it, but I accidentally ran this order to disband you through the, through the paper shredder. Oh, clumsy me. And it's 5.30. My secretary's gone for the day. That means the order can't go into effect until tomorrow. And my secretary's yes. gone for the day. Yeah, the order can't yes. go into effect until tomorrow. <laughs> so Troutman, yeah, Troutman, you, you have twelve hours. Troutman pulls sort of a good, a cool, like a cool dad move, and <laughs> yeah, is, is making the lip service to disband the team, but accidentally shreds it, and yeah, and and, and well, he throws it around like confetti. That was the part that I was like, all right, this is a kids' cartoon. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but no, now they've tracked Mephisto to his 20-acre estate in Virginia uh, <laughs> that apparently everyone knows about because Kat immediately is like, From what I've read about it, it's more like a haunted house. It's where Mephisto creates his magic tricks. <laughs> this is where I think, I think you know, like, it's at this point, it, it might be like a Tom Clancy book that was just like really kind of interpreted in a, in a, in a weird way. You know, like maybe somebody is actually stealing national monuments or whatever, and that's fine. Right. This is where it just went off the rails. Yeah, yeah. This you is mean a the, whole you mean Act show. Three Spooky House? Yeah, yeah, I just think it felt like a, more of like a Bernstein Bears book than <laughs> than like a, a Rambo the Rambo movie. The house with the infinite infinite basement slide. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was huge. I love that. Slide. And there were like puppets of people that Rambo has killed in previous movies. <laughs> yeah, it was all very tailored to Rambo. Super yeah. weird. And then like, like I mean, from the get go, when it, what's her name, Cat? Yeah. Uh, and she stepped on that floor, that floor thing, and then the skeleton with you a could, gun. You could see, you could even see like they animated the the strings propping up the skeleton with a with a gun. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of a, I wonder if it's kind of like a saw situation. Yeah. You know, you, you like, killed people in, in, in your history. Now you descend on an endless slide uh, <laughs> for the rest of eternity. That's your death. Uh, yeah. Like, like all good magicians, I make you confront your demons. Yeah. That's what real magicians do. I like maybe, I think the vibe I was getting was maybe sort of Scooby Doo for a second. Like they go into mm-hmm. this. It's a Scooby Doo house. house absolutely. And oh, and you know, Actually, isn't the magic isn't isn't Mephisto voiced by Frank Welker? Isn't it just Freddy? Isn't this just if Freddy has gone to the dark side after? after this is just Freddy later in life. Yeah, yeah. Late in life, Freddy's just decided to be the spooky house guy. He decides himself. he really hates America and also <laughs> loves magic. As yeah. he's cutting you in half, he's like, "Why don't we split up?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So he basically, I feel like. Whatever bullshit happens, he gets to Mephisto, and Mephisto's like, Lecture me all you want, but there's no way I'll ever tell you what I did with the Washington Monument. 
Too late for that, Mephisto. I've already figured out your trick. And <laughs> we, after a pan away, apparently this brilliant thinker, Rambo, who has solved mm-hmm. the devious riddle, he solved it because he found out that Mephisto likes trapdoors. He's just Direct a big, quote from Rambo, by the way. <laughs> he's a big <laughs> trapdoor fan. Mephisto likes trapdoors. <laughs> <laughs> so, so therefore, the Washington Monument just fell down a trapdoor. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we are led to understand is that at some point prior to Mephisto's magic trick with the eye of the nation on the Capitol and probably (laughs) thousands and thousands of tourists coming and going, they dug a Washington Monument sized hole underneath the Washington Monument, smuggled out all the dirt, put it on his Washington Monument shaped boat as a ruse for Rambo later. And then set up a trick wherein the Washington Monument would fall down into the hole without anyone hearing that somehow. Shouldn't they just do that under, like, Fort Knox or something? (laughs) (laughs) What kind of blows me about this plot is that it is so complicated, and yet, if you kind of put it all together, it technically makes sense. Like, what's really frustrating about, like, you know, just children's cartoons sometimes is you have, like, nonsense sequences where, like, oh, whoopsie-daisy, all these wacky things happen, and they don't really make sense together. Like, the dirt was in the ship because it was under the Washington Monument, which was dug out in order to disappear beneath <coughs> the trap door. Like, it's just, it's so careful, and they but needed also the ballast so that they put I think the, the th- dirt... Right. <laughs> right. I think the thing so, it was missing was this should have Mephisto should have been a crappy magician who was doing this all for publicity and fame. Yeah. And not, yeah. Because yeah. because for one, the Washington Monument has no monetary value. So I don't understand why you're stealing it. <laughs> Give me ten million dollars. Like some foreign government. But if you're, just a, if, if you're just a crappy magician who can't figure out how David Copperfield did it. So you dug a deep <laughs> right. ass hole and are trying to get a, make a quick buck. I kind of believe that. Right. I, I, I honestly feel like that's a more plausible take. And they were super close to doing like they, it, it would have they been very easy to just like, yeah, to just like make that happen. And, that, and then it would have been like actually kind of a cogent story. Yeah. You forgot yeah. one one crucial fact, though. He likes trapdoors. Yeah. He does like trapdoors. <laughs> there it is. Like so, yep, and it. he's working so worked up. <laughs> he's working with General Warhawk and Savage. So they're always the bad guys. Yeah. Can't just be an angry magician. Guess it's got to be them. Uh, so. The final line of this episode sent me into a tailspin. Um, <laughs> because after, you know, recovering America's great artifact, the Washington Monument, uh, I think it's Troutman who's like, Well, I uh, guess I owe Rambo an apology. Maybe even a medal. Hmm. I suppose so. Uh, Rambo, I... uh, Forget it, General. Recovering the monument to the father of our country is reward enough. (laughs) Credit. (laughs) Now you should still pay him. (laughs) Yeah, you should should pay him. (laughs) I I have a pretty steep medical bill from serving in Vietnam. Can you help me out? No? Oh, I'm no. doing it for I haven't been able to exposure? get in at the VA for like two years. Yeah, my, yeah the VA, VA bill keeps showing up. Can you help me out with that? Sorry, Rambo. See you next time. <laughs> Thank you for your service. God. Oh, my God. God. The, oh, yeah. I, I just really love that he's a Washingtonian. That really makes me smile. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I, I truthfully forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. 
I know so many Washingtonians who sound just like him. Mm. Just mm-hmm. like him. Heavy Bostonian <laughs> accent, yeah. Mm-hmm. Heavy New York yeah, accent. No, definitely. <laughs> hey, I'll see you up in Nisqually, yeah. I mean, I always thought of Stallone's accent as fairly unique to that human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he was, in, he was in Philly for Rocky. But it does, it does, a, yeah, it does know. have an East Coast, you know. Yeah. It's definitely, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a West Coast it's vibe. It's not, yeah. Hey, let's do the Puyallup. Oh. <laughs> Hop on the five. Let's make him Californian. Right. Hop on the five. <laughs> in and out. It's my favorite burger. <laughs> uh, should we go to a sponsor? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Rory. Um, yeah. You feeling like a good capitalist today? You know I am, baby. You know I'm trying to I'm trying to make the make the world turn. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like our our, our sweet father Reagan uh, <laughs> gave us the guidelines to a bright capitalist future. Uh, and we are going to talk about the new sponsor, Rory. Can you tell us about Inside Beef? Mm, I would love to talk about Inside Beef. Uh, I think I think everybody understands, even if we don't talk about it every day, that um, you know the outside beef is really starting to, to you know, we're we're chopping down the Amazon just to make room for more beef. Mm. It's unsustainable, right? Right, sure. We, yeah, and uh, so um, so from the good people at Pfizer Corp, um, <laughs> the, uh, we've got we've got these fun little cows, fun little cows inside beef. Uh, they go in your house and uh, they live to be eight um, months old, just big enough, just big enough to to slaughter and kill and eat. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but they're not outside eating all the Amazon jungle, so it's sort of win-win. You get a you get a low cow that you get to eat. Um, Does it jungle... have to get up to eight eight months uh, old? And does that's, it get sort of infirm? Does it go through its full cow life cycle by eight months? Mm. Um, at eight like months, it is. Yeah, it does more or less reach reach maturity at eight months. That's the size this cow is going to get. And then it will start to die like any other animal uh, that sure, has lived sure. far too long, far beyond its expiration date. Um, so these are sort and, of boutique GMO cows. Yeah, mm, what I guess kind you of size think of them are we that getting way? at? Like, is it like a small dog, medium dog, a large dog, large you know, dog? So it, could, it goes in the house, right? And a large dog can fit in the house. Uh-huh. Do we get to do we get to pick the type of cow? Like, is it a Holstein? Is it a Belgian Blue? Is it name a, name two others? <laughs> an Aberdeen Angus? Is it a Galloway? Damn. <laughs> I don't know if those are real cows, but I don't know. You'll never know. It was a solid pull either way. Um, yeah, it's all of them. It's all the cows. Inside beef is oh, every cow. Fuck yeah. Can you milk yeah. your inside cow? I would not. <laughs> I, I, but that is a euphemism that I will now adopt. <laughs> oh, that's... Funny, Andy. Um, yeah, the they're not they're not um, milk producing cows. Uh, in in fact, they're uh, sort of loaded with um, uh, chemicals, sure, I guess? hormones. Hormones, the, the yeah, full of who knows what. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's it, the milk's not safe to drink. You got to really cook the shit out of that meat after <laughs> the inside cow goes. Scour down. it. No tartar for this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the inside the inside beef is where I'll be getting all my uh, all my protein for the foreseeable future. You just go yeah. to your go to your grocery store and grab an egg. They come from eggs. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they hatch from eggs. They yeah, so I guess yeah, there is there is a minor <laughs> a late eleventh <laughs> hour addition to the canon. <laughs> they, um, yeah, they're merged with crow DNA. You know how <laughs> you, you, you know how the grocery stores keep putting eggs in the dairy section. Well, now now that's right. Now it makes sense. <laughs> not the milk, though. Do not please do not milk. Um, now, luckily, because of because of the the sort of size and stature of a cow, uh, you do not have to worry about them taking flight. They they are they're purely, you know, they, they don't they, have hops. They can't get no, air. No, uh, they've got vestigial wings and a nice beak. But otherwise, <laughs> oh, this is a on. cow. <laughs> otherwise, this is the cow we're all familiar with. You can't keep adding to this. <laughs> you can't keep dropping bombs like this. No look, no look. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to bury the lead. I, I didn't think it was pertinent at the beginning. Uh, it felt like, <laughs> look, we all we all need it. We need this. We need Good this. folks at Pfizer don't see cows as they are. Now they the see wings them as are they extra ought to meat. Be. The wings are just extra meat. Um, <laughs> the beaks are a problem because these cows do not like being inside. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now that may be also a part of what I should. You that part may be. You, I mentioned at the beginning, the cow wants to escape very badly. <laughs> <laughs> it wants to soar. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's inside beef, man. That's the, the you know. This is a pricey pay. It, it, it should be thankful to be alive. For, for ribs. For, for the ribs, yeah. For those delicious cow eggs. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Rory. Yeah, and thank, thank you. you, Pfizer. <laughs> Thank you, Pfizer. upon his family by driving the evil serpent men back into another dimension and vanquishing their leader, the cruel wizard Rathamon. Okay, everybody. So uh, we're here. Oh, we haven't mentioned yet what we were thinking about calling uh, calling this arc. Mm. <laughs> what did we land on? Was it? It was topless. Topless something. justice. Topless justice. <laughs> yeah, that's Love great. It. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and in, uh, in in alignment with Rambo, now uh, we've got another 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 hunk 
uh, whose whose top is nowhere to be found. We have Conan the Adventurer, episode <laughs> one, the night, <laughs> the night of the fiery tears. After a meteor storm, Conan's father makes him a sword from the metal of the meteor. Right. Evil wizard Rathamon wants all the metal to bring the god set back from the dimension he was banished to. He was Conan's fan. He turns Conan's families to stone when he doesn't get what he wants. Conan swears revenge, and the quest begins. The quest begins. The quest begins. <laughs> Conan. Conan. I mean, pulpy, right? Which it was, of course, it was going to be. It's yeah. cartoony, which of course it was going to be. Yeah, all of. Pretty good fun, I thought. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. The 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 most beautiful thing of this is, you know, the way that the violence has to look is that, any he, he just he does a sort of tender touch with his sword to to a snake <laughs> person. That, tippy tap. That is they, very funny. And they teleport <laughs> to another dimension instead of dying. Mm-hmm. God, that's so uh, funny. So, uh, for 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 you listeners at home, uh, uh, my dear Todd mm. um, adores Conan the Barbarian. Well, let's not overstate it. He knows I so much more Conan than anyone of his age I have ever met. I have, I, I do have an appreciation for Conan, uh, and specifically like Robert E. Howard, I think is a really interesting character, uh, like the guy who wrote Conan, right? Uh, and because they're like uh, they they were like serialized stuff from the 30s, right? So yeah, he was writing this in like the in like 1930, like 30, yeah, in like 30 to 30. Well, when he died in 36, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was like somewhat influenced by hp lovecraft but it was like a kind of fantasy world that nobody had really seen before uh and just like this um you know in retrospect hasn't aged super well but like there's a bunch of really cool stories that came out of it yeah it's kind of the birth of maybe not the birth of but you know pretty early sword and sorcery stuff right i I mean like i mean i would actually say it's probably the birth of it personally it is yeah yeah i mean you've got obviously this mix of like arthurian shit with like tolkien shit but uh, well, but like I mean, this is way before. Way before t- this is like, is it like even before Tolkien? It's, yeah, because oh, yeah. Tolkien yeah. wrote that, and I think in the forties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, okay. and so like it was, it was he was more influenced by Lovecraft uh, and like this kind of like thonic gods that were just like too big for people to understand. Right. And this is like the the fantasy version of that. Yeah, because they were both serialized in in uh, weird tales. Weird tales, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and like among others, there were so many back then. Oh God. But I, I, a fun fact that I have is that at the time of at the time of recording, uh, it is the hundredth anniversary of the first issue of Weird Tales. Oh, really? Oh, cool. that's kind of so, fun. March nineteen twenty three. So, huh. uh, yeah, oh. so literal century ago. Yeah. Um, they're putting out some weird shit, and yep. and people are eating it up. And Conan is Conan has got this whole fucking mythos. He's got a. I, I'm. I know very little about the actual original Conan content. I know that there's a map. Uh, I know there's, there's a, a lot of a lot of different, and I think it's like supposed to be our world, right? Like so theoretically, yeah, it, is, it is it is Earth, uh, and like it's funny getting different hot takes, but it's some sometime it's like a fantasy version of Earth, so it's like takes place after the sinking of Atlantis, and before right. it's so like some people place it like ten thousand BC, some people place it like thirty five thirty five thousand BC, but it's like before <laughs> before the written age and after yeah. the sinking of it. But Atlantis. like Scotland shows up later. So like like yeah it's it's really oh man. I don't want to go too deep down a rabbit <laughs> hole. But like so like Conan has this whole adventure with like this this uh one of the regions called Hyperborea. 
which was like a, a Greek, a Greek mythos of like the these like northerners that, that at, at the edge of the world. And so like that's an actual thing that mm-hmm. Greek people believed in. And so like he goes to that region and then also interacts with like Aesir and uh, there's like a Vanaheim and there's like mm-hmm. uh, like there's a Stygia, which is like like where bad people live. And then there's well, like that's we see that in the cartoon. Stygia. Correct, yeah. And so so this so this guy uh, who is it? Rath Rathamon Rathamon is is like not you know like it's not canon, but it's like it's a stand-in for Thulsa Doom. Who was in the movie? I saw. So and, he was a he was an amalgamation of both Ratham uh, or of both Thulsa Doom and then another guy named something Amon. It was like there's another oh uh, Thothamon. Thothamon, yeah. So it's like yep. he, my so favorite like, Digimon and and, and, and Agumon. Yeah, yeah. You have to find the electric stone. That's how you do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so like like Thothamon was was the god that Thulsa Doom worshipped, and then and so like it that's interesting that they just smushed them together. So I get to bring back my knowledge of uh, World War II era wizards. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank God. Ooh. Uh, there, there is an occultist. I'll have to double check her name. A German occultist. Uh, and the same Hyperborea you mentioned from the Conan stories is their, uh, it's their Aryan race. It's an alien, Fascinating. Uh, super, uh, super, so, uh, super. So this like, is like a grand wizard you're talking of magical about. Magical Nordic. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the Cyclops is what you meant. Let me uh, see. German occultist Hitler. <laughs> oh God! Uh, you fuck me up, Google. <laughs> uh, Look at those so, algorithms. Like, the there's like, at least in one of the versions that I've read, because I've like, there's a bunch of different versions of all these stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the one that I met read like most recently, which was quite a while ago now, um, had like Hyperborea as this like this group of wizards that are like kind of immortal and they steal soul. They, they like steal people's souls and to, to stay young. And then when they're, when they reach like thousands of years old, they're just like, I'm tired of living. And they jump out the wall, like jump out of a window. Mm. Um, and they like pray to, they're going to ascend to this heavenly place. And so like Conan fights with them and it's like a swashbuckly story. What I thought was interesting about this cartoon and how it kind of differs is that they really played him as like a good guy in this mm. cartoon. Yeah. He's a and real he cool, is, neat guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy who cares a lot. Yeah, uh, and he is not a good dude. Like, just to be clear, he is <laughs> no. He yeah, is, he's a party monster. <laughs> he is. He is. Yeah, that's putting it one way. He is. He's. He is a fucking butcher who like is. Uh, like he is. He's terrible to women. He uh, kills everybody, and he uh, is just like a miscreant. He yeah. is the strongest there is. Well, let me let me tell you. I know that I've seen the Arnold Schwarzenegger film from the 80s. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't tell you a single fucking thing about it. But I will tell you that every now and again in the back of my mind, I hear, to crush your enemies, to see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentations of their women. Right. Like, he's not a a good dude. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and I think it's, I think it's like a real, um, was that uh, like, like taxi, taxi driver, where it's like, Mm. for some reason, you got turned into the hero. But like, if you mm-hmm. if you actually watch this media, you'd oh be like, yeah, this sure, guy's, or this catcher in the good. rye. It's God, the yeah. story of somebody deeply fucked up and struggling, and just when you're those two things as well, you identify which. <laughs> yeah. the fucking yeah. Saturday morning cartoon version of of Taxi Driver with cool Taxi Driver Travis Bickle. <laughs> yeah. Who, yeah, like you talking to me? 
He has like a like, <laughs> like a gun that comes out of his uh, out of his sleeve, but never actually shoots anybody with it. He just like shoots near them. Yeah, and then he yeah. says, "You talking to me like uh, uh, excuse me, princess?" And winks to the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. Link from the cartoon. Yeah, uh, his fun catchphrase. Um, yep. This is it's it's crazy though. I mean, I think maybe this version of Conan is like Conan. Thank you. Um, <laughs> is is a uh, is a like alternate universe version if he had like a real healthy family unit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. if he had a dad that loves him. So I think yeah. and a mom like, who's nice and a grandpa. Yeah, in the in the movie, uh, he definitely had like a pretty supportive dad. You know, he was right. like at least at least giving him some fatherly some fatherly advice. Um, a bunch of other versions. It's like he was born. You know, like the the sweet the same born in the mud born, by <laughs> born in the born in the battlefield. Right? He was like right. born uh, amid violence and like chaos and and gruesome hacking and slashing. So it's like it's you know hard to know how this guy. What it was his home broken? Hard to say. Yeah. Interestingly, I, Conan is kind wh- of in that weird like legend space where like, in the all the stories the are show, different. Yeah. In the yeah. show, his dad takes a pretty strong anti-capitalist vibe, right? When he's like, <laughs> right. I have invented the greatest sword ever, and now I shall stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Although he did, he did like, he did sell all of his shit. Yeah, he made some other deals. Yeah, but there's still stuff. only one dope star sword. Yeah. That's true. Very true. That's true. I, unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't do as much research on the show on Conan the Adventurer. Uh, I don't know that there's much to say. There's not say, much really. to say. It lasted it's, a decent amount, though. It like uh, it got like 56 episodes, and then had another know. 13 episode spinoff called Conan did, and the Young Adventurers or something. It was oh like, boy! And that lasted for 13 <laughs> Conan episodes. Babies. Yeah. Conan <laughs> Babies. I did. I did watch this one as a kid. I know that. Uh, it's at least in terms of like who who made it and whatnot. It's it's another like Hasbro adjacent joint, right? So it's Sunbow. Um, Sunbow was like the company that did GI Joe and uh, and like Gem and other like again like Hasbro properties that they just kind of kept hiring Sunbow and Sunbow made this show. So I think there were toys and all the all the usual things sort of attached, but this show has a lot more substance i guess in its world building and legacy uh than anything else that they've touched i was surprised at how dense it was Mm -hmm. yeah i mean they literally there's a lot to that intro Mm -hmm. to that intro song (laughs) i mean they they really lay it out (laughs) yeah big time (laughs) yeah i mean what do do we want to say about the about the plot of the the episode it's pretty simplistic he's you know we start with a with a baby conan not baby but a a teen Sort of young teen Conan mm-hmm. uh, who has a higher pitch voice and he's like, Listen, Grandfather, the knights. Conan, it's only the wild horses on the plain. There, can you see them? One day, it won't be just a pack of horses. One day, it will be an army of knights and I will lead them into battle. Gosh, Grandfather, someday I hope I'm strong. And then a year passes. Well, well, okay. So the the meteor shower hits, and it's these cool rocks. And his dad makes a cool sword, and then it's for Conan. He locks it in a, in a box. He puts it in a heavy box, and so once you're once you're a beefcake, then you can get it. Yeah. Uh, so a year passes, and now he's a beefcake. <laughs> it's a very fruitful year. <laughs> I love. I love. 
after the the year passes and the certain the number of extra lines that he gets on his chest and abs, it's like <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, oh. Now. Somebody, you can tell from the lines. Somebody, yeah. somebody had a growth spurt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we 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 learn about um this evil nasty man in, a, in an evil pyramid, Rashomon, yeah. uh, Rathamon, yeah, Rathamon, and his nasty little bitch. Uh, snake friend dregs. God, what uh, a punk bitch! <laughs> <laughs> He's not the most punk bitch in the in the in the show, though. No, I would say that's that dumb. That's, it's the bird, that's yeah, the bird. fucking bird. But God, no, I gotta say the the cattiest character in the show is Thunder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Thunder is a bit of a bitch. The oh, the horse, horse. very true. Dude, fuck that horse. <laughs> the horse is a total bitch. And that horse is a real punk bitch. Was that was that Conan's horse? I, have, yeah. I, I mean, he has yeah. so many horses. Uh, he's got yeah, he's he's cool enough to have multiple horses. Yeah. Todd, you oh, said that man. with so much admiration. <laughs> I just, oh, dude, Conan. He has so many horses. You gotta read the books. Horses. He's got so many fucking horses. <laughs> Dude. Oh, God. I just want to have that many horses. I want to have like <laughs> half that many horses. Well, it's also worth noting. So, in the show, uh, you know, he has like one special sword and one special horse and one shield. The, the, the content, as far as I can tell, the rest of the actual canon. He doesn't have a magic sword. He doesn't. No, he, and this is very Herculean, right? Where he's right. just acquiring, yep. he's acquiring magical okay. artifacts or political alliances yeah. with the Zulu. Yeah. He's going to I, Namiya. He's going to, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was even, you know, there was, there was a shot that was like one for one out of He-Man. Yeah, uh, I bet. You know, where he, where he like raised his sword and there's like lightning shooting out of it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't, this isn't. This isn't my boy Conan. Well, it's the thing they do. This right, is actually where, Conan. It's not Conan. <laughs> where it's the thing they do where like a popular something like He-Man gets popular that is clearly inspired by by Conan. And then they're like, well, we can just do a Conan show. I mean, right. yeah. it's it's yeah. like He-Man, but we're the original. You know, it's kind of like, uh, well, it's also like the Warhammer thing you... and Starcraft, you know? Yeah. But it also sort of establishes, I think, beyond uh, uh, any sort of topless, topless uh, wasteland warriors. Mm. Uh, a thing you do when you got a dope sword, and that's hold it to the fucking sky and let the world yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that's no, true. true. Especially that's if true. it comes from space. Yeah, yeah. Are you not gonna do that, Todd? <laughs> I would do it. I would. I would truthfully. I think in in you know if if metal came from space mm. and was emitting light and electricity. I think I would probably probably be dead from the cancer that it gave me because mm. it was just full of radiation. Yeah, well, you're not, well, not, you're not a hunk. on the cover of the original yeah. Yeah. Chisel Hope poster. Con- right? Conan is so sexy; he just like counteracts the cancer. Yes, yeah, yeah. Works. yeah. yeah. Um, no, uh, of note, they did give him nipples, though. They did. They sure did. They were they were courageous. They weren't cowards. Yeah, they weren't cowards. But he doesn't have the he doesn't have the freedom gutters like uh, like Rambo has. <laughs> That's oh, true. God. <laughs> Uh, so word gets around, um, I'm just going to give some space for freedom gutters, but, um, word gets around that, uh, star metal is being produced by his father and Rathamon is like, bring me to that star metal. And so yeah, he goes into was, the so, town. I, I think it was actually, uh, set the God that he is worshiping is like, yeah. I require seven, seven pyramids with seven star metal rings at the top. And then I will be free. What Very a fussy specific. boy. He's a real particular baby. You he didn't ask his... for one whole pyramid. He asked for seven. Seven. Yeah. 
Seven right. fucking pyramids with at the very <laughs> least you start you start the ask at one, right? Yeah. You, you get and then him, you, you reveal that committed. it's six more. Yeah. Right. I just yeah, I feel like starting at three is more reasonable than going straight for seven. The ones he laid up were pretty much ziggurats too, which right. is like get, get That's the yeah. exact that's the exact moment I stopped playing Oblivion when they were like, now go close <laughs> one hundred Oblivion pyramids. gates. And I was like, No way, Jose. This is a terrible <laughs> game and I hate you. <laughs> Yeah, so he he sets out this pyramid scheme that uh, he wants. Ah, ah, God damn it, that's clever. That he wants Rathamon to do, and uh, yeah, so he starts tracking down the star metal in order to build the stars at the top of the pyramids to unlock uh, Set from the abyss where he's trapped. Yes, Mm -hmm. because Set. I guess just has some sort of hold over Rathamon or Rathamon just really loves set. Rathamon yeah, has this fan. like spooky snake ring that's also made of the sp- same space metal. I don't know. They're best buds and set wants to enslave the earth. So cool. So, so I, it was also revealed that um, previously set did almost had it, had the earth earth enslaved, but then all of the wizards of the world banded together and then <laughs> per, like, wizards band- of the world, <laughs> wizards of the world. <laughs> Uh, Welcome to my the tomb. World. <laughs> they, we are the wizard. They banned him to this whatever whatever realm he's in, which coincidentally, if Conan delicately touches his sword to his enemy, it's where it sucks them to. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. They, they die on the way back to their home planet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all get poochy. Yeah, they'll get yeah. poochy. <laughs> Wasn't there? Okay, so so obviously he's got this, you know, uh, sets evil like lizard men, snake man, or whatever. They look like humans, but then they're revealed to be spooky reptiles. They lizard when people he hits theory. Them... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Conan hits them with his sword to avoid violence and blood, they essentially voip into a portal back to you their home planet. You can see the network notes in real time where yes. you know, it's like, oh, that actually, I get that he's being teleported, but that swing is a little too hard. So you're going to need to slow that way down. Just do, do a tap. Just have him tap him. And then that's... Take the last three frames out of that. Yeah. And just <laughs> wasn't have him there, stop right before he hits him. Wasn't there another cartoon that we watched that pulled this exact same thing? I feel like there maneuver. was. It's also, it's the Chex Quest solution, right? It is... Uh, Chex Quest, the Doom-style <laughs> game, but you shoot a remote control that sends a portal back to their home dimension or something. Yeah, You're... I, yeah I don't remember. that. I, I know there's another cartoon that we watched on this podcast that I'm, did the exact I'm definitely same remembering bullshit. This. That was yeah. like, we hit was you, it, and instead of dying, you go home. Was it Spiral Zone? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It, I don't anyway, fucking it was... know. It doesn't matter. It's not, a, it's not a unique trick, but it is very yes. fucking hilarious to see every time. So all the lizard men Wait. get sent home to their through their portal. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so close to remembering it. It is. <laughs> uh, it was. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Saber Rider. Oh, in the dub of Saber Rider. It was the Rider. dub of Saber Rider that they added after the original Japanese version, the American That's version. right. For Saber Rider, it's like, yes. Because they were like, like, they go back to their like mist dimension or yeah, whatever. it's going <laughs> to look like we're shooting and killing somebody, but just know when we do, they are going home <laughs> and being <laughs> looked city. after. Yeah, to, to fog that, town. I mean, that's kind of like similar in shape to what they did with Ninja Turtles uh, yeah. in, the, in the arcade right. game where it's like, no, 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 they're robots. They're all robots, baby. They're going to look like a ninja. They're going to look like a ninja of the Foot Clan. but uh... They're going to yell like people when you hit them. Mm-hmm. But they're robots. They are going to cry. Real tears. They're going to cry, and they're going <laughs> to plead for their lives. 
Uh, okay, Rathamon shows up and does a real whammy on the family. He uh, family dad, whammy, yeah, family whammy. <laughs> the, the dad will not give up uh, that. Well, I think he already sold it. He sold all of the the space metal except for the sword. And uh, he gets he gets so mad that he turns the family to stone. And Conan, who had just run off to go be like, I'm hunk enough. I can get this sword out and save my family. Uh, he's too late. He's too far late. too late. Now, this is picky, but the, the pose that they are frozen in stone in the show is different from the pose when they're frozen in stone in the intro. Are you inventing a new, like, tongue twister? <laughs> the pose when they're frozen <laughs> in stone in the intro. In the uh, show. <laughs> Um, but seriously, it's like that's this is one moment where they become statues and they do it differently. She get that <sighs> right. Because in the yeah. intro, his hands are by his side, and then in the show, his hands are out. Like you should write a letter, buddy. You should definitely do that. I just might um... <laughs> shame him. Fucking, shame him. Fucking stupid. <laughs> so I'm sorry. yeah, your so... feelings are valid, and you're right. Okay. Yeah. Thank so, you. So so. After this, uh, uh, th- this is wh- this is where his burning passion for for Rathamon, uh comes into play, right? <laughs> the fires of revenge. Yeah, yeah. snakes or men, nothing can stop. Snakes or men, nothing will stop me. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could send anything at me. A snake, a man, <laughs> snake, <laughs> <man>. a snake, <laughs> snakes and men, man snakes. Two Whoa. things I can think of. <laughs> yeah, and uh and he goes off he goes off on his on his his journey to on go, his newly to go named fuck horse. up He get, he does <sighs> a few tries at naming his horse and he sucks at it. He's very bad at naming <laughs> horses. Hey, horse! Now what should we call you? How about midnight? <laughs> and I'll call you Mighty Avenger. <laughs> Well, the horse also, probably could have met him halfway on at least one of those first names yeah, and not just I, been a whole jerk about it. Right. But. I was really un- unnerved by a lot of the animation in this show. Uh, the poses were weird. The mm. way that like stuff moved wasn't quite right. They but run like was, dorks. Yeah, and like and they <laughs> like the walk cycles were really bad, and like the fighting poses were stupid. Um, but the thing that really unnerved me the most was how they gave this horse Thunder a human set of teeth. Oh, yeah, I noticed that, too. I didn't quite peg them as human, but I noticed some oddness with that horse face. It's like, you have a lot of molars. <laughs> oh, before we move on, I need to make sure we drop this clip, and if we haven't already. When Rathamon runs off in his chariot and Conan is, like, sees his nasty lizard face and they're fighting and, like, they, they separate, they yell to each other, and he goes, I will find you! Shall destroy you fast. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really nice. I like it. They love each other. <laughs> they do. Yeah. They're gonna have so much fun over the course of this show. That's not yeah. what I thought you were gonna say, but <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of kinds of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about what is it? Epidermis? Epimetrius. Epimetrius. Epidermis. Yeah. Endo endometriosis. Yeah. A ghost wizard. <laughs> Welcome to my tomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just shows he shows up once he's figured out a name for his horse. Um uh-huh. apropos of nothing. And then leads him to the tomb of Epim Epi- Epi- fucking Epimetrius. Endometriosis. Epiglottis. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then once he gets to it, he's like, what are we doing here? And they're like, yeah, it's me again. I tricked you. I'm, I'm Epimetrius. <laughs> this is my tomb. I'm a dead wizard ghost. You're a ghost. Yes. The ghost of Epimetrius the Sage. This is my tomb. <laughs> Here's a bird. You've yeah. been pranked. Um, here's a bird <laughs> yeah that, that part was especially weird because he's like get out of that shield you dumb bird and he's like no and he's like do it he's like fine yeah and then uh, we but get... then it's also it's also like it's both a bird and a shield mm-hmm. yeah the bird can go in he, the bird's like like that that Zelda game on the 3DS yeah, where he can merge with he can merge with yeah. flat spaces the bird right. can just become a painting of a bird at will which which is which is fine that's fine uh i think it's dumb but that's fine and mm-hmm. uh just don't make the bird like uh who's who's that the dumb wizard from thundercats oh orko orko no orko. Wait, that's that's no that's he-man, He-Man. Uh, i think i was thinking about orko because it's snarf from thundercats yeah oh oh, oh. Yeah. yeah they both no, suck they yeah both yeah suck. but like i mean snarf yeah they both suck orko I would argue is worse, but this this He's bird is bad. probably the worst of all. This really bird, bird, this bird is the Jar Jar Binks of the show. Uh, it's kind of true. Really yeah. honest. He's a funnier character than we've had before. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just like so. Fucking yeah, needles wrong the key to all for... of this. Yeah, it's just like annoying '80s side character disease. It's just like it does not it does not belong in Conan. He it uses like, no. he uses caveman English, which is even worse. Right, it's just the worst. But, but there was this, there was a scene with like a pomegranate vendor, and and this mm-hmm. woman was like selling pomegranates, and the needle, the shitty bird, uh, was like pomegranates. Oh, needle and pomegranates! Not now! And like steals it, and like where the fuck do you think? Where do you? Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> if this were shield. actual Conan, like the stories, that bird would be immediately killed and consumed uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. in order to feed someone before have, they went uh, and killed someone else. I have a conspiracy theory a little bit about this. Go it's not it. really that much of a conspiracy theory, but Conan the Adventurer came out in 1992, like September 1992. Uh, a full year, sept- uh, well, uh, uh, almost two years before that, in February of 1991. The Pirates of Dark Water came out, which we've also watched um, on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Pirates of Dark Water has a shitty red bird character named Nidler. Nidler. Right. Yeah. Mm. And I got to wonder if they Needle. just sort of saw Dark Water, Pirates of Dark Water, and were like, let's do a Nidler in our show. And Well, he's also, Needle. you know what else he is? He's Petrie from The Land Before Time. Oh no, sure. he is. Sure. Oh, the caveman speak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is un- this is unrelated. You guys have watched Pirates of Dark Water, right? Uh, like like recently? We, yeah, we yeah. did a bit. Is th- is that show as good as I remember it? Probably uh, not. No, but it's still good, I think, a little bit. Okay. Cool. I I, I enjoyed it as the one person on this podcast who had seen it before. Yeah. I wasn't like crushed coming back to it. I thought it was kind of fun. I wasn't like drawn in to just continue you can watching it. See after why the you loved it back watched. then? I loved it back then. I thought it was yeah. a cool ass show, dude. Well, for the record, I wanted to watch more, but they outvoted me. So we did. Really? Yeah, we were we were we were not feeling it at the time. I also but it remember is, it it's had pretty a, good. It had a pretty decent uh, video game on the Super Nintendo as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, really uh, quick, I have one more thing about endometriosis that I wanted to talk about. Epi- um, epididymitis. Yes, the, the epididymis. <laughs> 
um, <laughs> talks about he gives an info dump a little bit about he died, about does. Set and about Rathamon, and there's an exchange where he says, uh, where where Conan is like, "You said he was trapped. How can he return? The star metal can set him free." It's a star metal baby. Yeah, it, like it's the end of the sentence. It's just star metal because star metal, and right. doesn't <laughs> doesn't go any further. I think that I think the 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 thing that I that was like most lore correct came out of that interaction, which was when uh, Epididymitis flew like zooted away, and Conan was like, "Wizards." Yes, that's like that's kind of like that's like the one through line from all of these is that like he his god Krom is like has a deep mistrust of of magic and wizards mm. and so like by proxy anybody from from samaria uh does not trust like magic magic wielding people well so and rambo this... hates wizards too so <laughs> I... maybe that's the real common thread here <laughs> the, thread. the more muscles the, you have the more you hate wizards. hunks yeah. who hate wizards <laughs> it's Rory's favorite there thing. we go <laughs> <laughs> like there's some things you can't change in this world. Yeah, hunks hate wizards. What That's, goes up uh, must come down. Exactly. <laughs> you can't explain. I that. get that tattooed across my chest. <laughs> hunks hate wizards. <laughs> the great battle between hunks and wizards. It's a great fucking board game. Hunks <laughs> oh. <laughs> versus wizards. Yeah, hunks, hunks, and, hunks wizards. and wizards. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just Hero Quest, right? It's an asymmetrical mm. game. Somebody has to play the wizards, and somebody plays the hunks. You get victory uh, yeah. points if you're the wizards. Yeah, mm. I mean it's the greatest personality test of all. Are you a hunk or oh, yeah, are you a wizard? Sure. But if, hunks and wizards. if you win the you game as the get, hunks, you, you get, get to get... beat up the other players. <laughs> yeah, it's like actually fucking beat them. Yeah, the wizards are playing for a complicated series of victory points. <laughs> <laughs> oh my kidney! Magic yourself a new kidney, you stupid nerd. <laughs> you'll be uh, you'll be pissing blood when I don't win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you pissing blood. <laughs> A fiddle fee. I cast a spell upon a fee. Oh. <laughs> oh. Shut up, you nerd. Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, that's basically it at this point. Yeah. There's a there's a cliffhanger. Conan yeah. needs a job. He shows up in a in a town and needs a job because he's broke and he can't buy any pomegranates for a shitty bird. Uh, and a woman a woman lures him off with the promise of. Uh, that part payment? was unhinged. I gotta that say, that's pretty wild. Like, like there, I I feel like they were kind of making reference to a part of the movie and a part of the, um, I think I don't remember which story it was, but uh, the one where he, uh, one of the books, uh, where like a wizard lures him in and she sleeps mm. with him and like steals steals his seed to keep her young. Hunks hate wizards, yeah, and, they do, uh, and like, but this was just like pathetic. This was like a woman who walked out and she's like, hey, do you want some food? And he was like, yeah. I'm so like hungry, got, dude. Got poisoned. Haha, <laughs> 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 I drugged the food. You're Great. S- you're our slave now. You're drugged now. Just an absolute buffoon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God. Yeah, and now he's yeah. on a Stygian slave ship. Uh, Bruh, Stygian bound for the slave horizon. ship. Jesus Christ yep. almighty. And that's yeah, where we'll go stuff. next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that one's going to leave me leave me hanging. Yeah. I do yeah. like the ending where they're where he's like, "You're on a slave ship," and Conan says, "Ultimately, ah, oh, I I hate me. I I don't want that at all. Oh, <laughs> right. slave. No, I think he's stuff. 
I think no, there was, thank you. There was uh, there was a moment where where he was like, "You're on, you're on uh, Rathamon's slave ship," and he stood up, and it was a shot from underneath, like like crotch height, looking up his nose, <laughs> and he was like, "Rathamon, row, slave, row the boat, slave." <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this is this the fun first outing for Conan, I think. I, I I don't know what I expected. When we do these sorts of things, we walk in maybe thinking we're gonna have to slot a new show in if the first well, our first call is is absolute trash, but I don't think we'll need to do that yet. I, no, I, like, I think there's I like meat this. on both of these hunk bones. Yeah. Yeah. They're D- meaty bones. Yeah. Got some good chewing to do. Not a shirt in sight. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's send let's send our friends to the outro. Okay, we're back, and as we speak, I am taking the last sip of this twenty ounce Peeps Pepsi. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, I forgot no. about Pepsi. Still there? Uh, Is it warm? <laughs> the groan from the crowd <laughs> as they remember what I was drinking is very wow. It gives me fuel. Uh, I don't appreciate this. How's the finish? <laughs> very last drop. Like it's yeah. limp. It has Does a it have limp le- finish. Oh. Does it have legs? No, no, it doesn't. Oh, I bet it. I bet the. I, mean, I bet the mouthfeel is like filmy. Do you get a? Do you have a film in your mouth? <laughs> a little bit. A little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah, I, I would imagine gritty or oily. <laughs> oily. It's, yeah. It's just honestly, it. I'm 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 upset that it's not more offensive. Like I feel like it should mm. be more offensive given that it's Peeps Pepsi, but it Which lives in funny. this like horrible middle ground where it's like it could just be Pepsi, but instead it has that weird yeah, extra I marshmallow want, I, thing. I want my crazy 90s sodas back. I want Surge. I want someone to be like, nobody they said you couldn't put this much sugar in a soda. <laughs> <laughs> I want I I want my uh what what was okay soda where you called in and you could leave a message or um or crystal, crystal, crystal Pepsi. Yeah. Yes. Okay. This is this is this is regionally specific. So uh, f- get ready to feel left out. Our huge swath of uh, national <laughs> listeners. How much did you guys ever drink? Much Green River? I yeah, a, little a little bit. bit. Yeah. Green <laughs> River is pretty good. Green River is pretty good. You were talking about a film on your tongue. You know what the film on my tongue is? Rambo: First Blood. <laughs> wow! Oh wow! 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 Straight to jail. Unacceptable <laughs> segue. Uh, Goodbye. Monster. God damn. Uh, oh, I, I, you, just, I don't think you're a hunk. I think you're a wizard. I think we've always known. I would Fiddle just say if, if the listeners the- take anything from this, watch Rambo and Conan the movies and don't watch the cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I but mean, if you, you know. If you want to be a fucking nerd about it. You should read the books. Oh yeah, sure. By oh, Robert E. Howard. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. aren't there so? Oh, here another... we go, book boy. Yeah. No, so I'm a wizard. Yeah, I look. I've outed myself <laughs> as a wizard. So Conan, Conan wise, I I have been led to understand that there is a rich Marvel comics history with Conan, which is um, funny you bring that up. I I was recently gifted four bankers boxes of all of the Co- Savage Sword of Conan and early issues of the Marvel Conan when they got picked up in 1973 i think really i believe all of them i feel like you should check out how much those are worth because the conan Mm. marvel stuff is like the old stuff is is 
uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's kind of more rare than than a lot of other shit. Well, it's, I, not, yeah, it's not super common. You, yeah. <laughs> Although if you're getting it in boxes, if it's being measured by the box, it came out. Right. It's Let's not just a say great it's not quality. In, but it's not in great <laughs> shape. No. Yeah. Nobody's going to rate that particularly highly. But, but I will say no. uh, I know for a fact that Marvel didn't have the license for a long time and then recently got it back like a few years ago. And they've started, they've started like back in the day, they did a bunch of stuff with Red Sonia, I think, is a Conan character, right? Red Sonia. Oh, yes, she is. So they did a bunch of Red Sonia stuff alongside their Conan stuff. And they've definitely brought back Red Sonia and Conan. And they've done stuff. I think they brought Conan into the future for a while for Savage Avengers. And he was like an Avenger for a minute. I remember this. Yeah, I saw this and I was like, no, 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 we can't do this. <laughs> he, he, shouldn't, he shouldn't be here. We can't let him inside. I think they put him, I think he was in the Savage Land, right? I mean, like the oh, only place you can possibly put Conan. Well, I think that's but, where he, that's where they picked him up, but then they mm-hmm. brought him back to like fucking Manhattan or something like that. <laughs> they don't need to do also, that. And oh, they no. did, and so, they did the movie Jungle to Jungle with him. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. It was a, cro- it was Allen Crocodile was Dundee Conan. 3 yeah. with Conan. <laughs> anyway, um, it's a crazy property that's, it's been everywhere. They've been and, trying and to make I, a Red Sonja movie for like 20 years. A long time. So I, th- there's actually a character um, that is kind of like often uh, not talked about that Robert E. Howard also made up, which is like. I think it's ripe for for content, uh, but his his name is Solomon Kane. Oh yeah, and he's like this he's like this uh, religious pilgrim figure who like walks around and like prophesizes stuff and like solves crimes and fixes shit with a with a stick. Uh, mm. And it's it's like actually you know like most of the stories are kind of boring, but I feel like you could kind of put an edge on it and make it really cool. Sure. Yeah, we'll take that like... into consideration. <laughs> Just think about it for another podcast or something. Oh, I don't yeah. know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, write a letter. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm so, I'm so happy we're, we're doing this. I'm happy you were all, you were here to, to enjoy this first episode with us. Yes. I'm, Thank you for joining for us. Crash. Yes. Yeah. Allison, I believe you have something for us for the devoted listeners who want to know how David Copperfield, uh, dis- <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Statue of Liberty. I sure do. Uh, okay. Um, oh, so, David's going to be so pissed. Can right, I so guess? The trick, can I, don't can I, do it. Copperfield okay. raised a sheet in front of the statue. When he dropped it, uh, Liberty was gone, right? Okay. She yes. was actually just hidden behind one of the towers that held the sheet up. So David moved the platform everyone was on, used loud music so the audience wouldn't know or like feel the shift underneath them. Uh, and the move changed the perspective so the statue went behind the tower. So they just like scooted everyone like a foot or two, and then drop the sheet, and they went, "Wow!" Uh, so there you go. That's how they did it. <laughs> that's uh, that's. And in cool. 1982, that's all you needed to do. That's all you needed well, to so do. So here's the thing: Simpler they filmed times. it. So the the viewer doesn't know kind of how stupid it is. You just mm-hmm. watched it on TV. Exactly. And yeah. The guy on the far <laughs> end of the yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, the audience who could still kind of see it. Like yeah, you're sitting on the edge of the stage exactly. and you see the performer at the in the wings. <laughs> Look, it was really cool in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. It was cool when I watched it on reruns in the 90s. What, like what are you fucking what are we talking about? I watched a lot of David Copperfield specials, okay? Let's just leave it at that. Did you? You are a wizard. <laughs> I saw him I, I saw him live when I was young. I went to a David Copperfield show. All right, before we sign off, Wizard or Hunk, everybody go. Um, I just want to say, before we answer that, I I, I looked it up, and uh, Simon (laughs) Kane was already a movie in 2009, so disregard what I was saying. Well, now you you have a movie to go watch. 
I'm going to watch it. I've never, I never saw it. I think everybody here. I'm a wizard, by the way. Yeah, I mean, we could, we could claim, we could make, we could make aspirations of hunks. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a hunk. I, I, I think I'm a, I think I'm a pretty. I don't think anybody's hunk. pulling that off. Yeah, I, I think tragically we might all be wizards. I'm sorry, Gary. I'll be a hunk if it makes me, if it makes me, you know. Like, <laughs> are you, are you, are you falling on that sword? Like if one of us I'll has to be I'll, a hunk, I guess I'll, I'll do it. I'll take off my heroic oh, darn. And, oh, shoot. and put it on that, on that grenade for, for everybody. I think you'd have to take off your shirt actually to, to really. I'll, sh- oh. I'll, sh- I'll get my pepperonis out <laughs> okay well while we convince uh, Todd to keep his pepperonis in uh, <laughs> I think it's time that we run away so thank you all for listening and we'll see you next Tuesday Tuesday